The MFG Cast presents a meeting at the docks. say he was in an apartment he's an apartment right apartment building yeah yeah so like he you know when he when he like he doesn't even get dropped off at the apartment like he's dropped off like two blocks away Mm -hmm. and then he like walks through the alley and like through a backyard and comes like through the back you know whatever and you know he's you know looking up all the hallways like he's you know now like getting not he's not paranoid but like now he's like oh shit yeah, you know, I don't know if they do know where I am, so like I'm gonna treat every corridor and hallway as if I'm gonna be jumped, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Why don't you roll an investigation for me with a DL of four? All right, I think I have investigation. I do. I have a plus two. I was a, you're a PI. You better. <laughs> I got an eight, sir. Holy crap! <laughs> nice. Okay, so you know you're kind of going you know through the back alleys and stuff like that and nothing really seems to be out of place and then you're going into your apartment building and you're looking across the street and you see somebody sitting on a bench reading a paper but it looks like they're not paying enough attention to the paper they're looking more past the paper if that makes sense but they don't show any signs of noticing you or making any like attempt to like be aware of your presence does he look like a big guy i mean it's like he's the stereotypical <clears throat> actually no guy. he looks very average sized he's got like curly blonde hair kind of a longer nose in kind of not in more casual wear i don't know what the ca- what casual wear back then would kind of mean suit <laughs> yeah exactly everybody's got a suit though let's say let's say it's like you know, like an like a. I guess it could be like a just like a pair. Of, I don't know if they had khakis, but like you know, a pair of dress pants, maybe. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And a shirt, but like not a jacket. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, something like that. Yep. And they have a, a cigarette hanging out of one hand, and just kind of tapping their feet as they're reading the paper. So my end is that I'm able to make it into the building, and they don't see me. Then nice. Sounds good. Yeah. Yep. Just like you said, like, that's kind of what I was describing because I kind of figured you go that way, but I didn't know for sure. So, yeah, he doesn't. He's just kind of, you know, like he times it like he's he's in the side alley 
to the building and like he sees like as he starts to come out like he sees the guy and the guy like folds the paper down but like he doesn't see him like he's looking the other way and he's like fuck so he waits like he sees a bus coming up the street so as the bus is kind of like meeting like he kind of like like comes out of the alley as the bus is sort of driving by and goes into the building yeah perfect so the guy does so by the time the bus goes by and the guy looks everything yeah the same as it nice nice you slip in unawares yeah so what do you do next so he again you know sort of cautiously goes through the building and he's moving a little slow anyway because concussed and he gets up to his you know up to his door you know checks see you know does it look like it's open he checks the knob make sure the door's still locked um, yep. assuming that's all the case you know he takes out his key goes in I don't know if he would have opened up the blinds and I don't want to say that to be shitty, but like he was drunk and Janice called him and like woke him up and he just left. Yeah. So I feel like he didn't get that the apartment ready in the morning, open up the windows, pull back the curtain, you know, like he didn't have breakfast or anything. Yeah. So he doesn't turn on any lights, obviously. Yeah. He does probably like make himself a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because it's it's been a long day. It's been a bit. Yeah, he's had some coffee and some cigarettes, but like he's he's starting to get hungry. Yeah. So like he makes himself a sandwich, he grabs the the uh, the camera out of the closet and you know flattens the pictures out and you know tries to get his you know the best resolution you get 1950 with a camera, you know, takes pictures of those and then you know sort of puts the camera down and he's got a sandwich and he's got his cut up a cup of coffee and there's a cigarette in the ashtray. Just, smoke sort of curling up as he's in this you know sort of not twilight right because it's one o'clock but like you're in the city so it's like you know sort of caverns and like you know canyons of the city right it's not like full on direct light yeah oh and you got your shades closed too so technically it's not that bright yeah so he uh fuck maybe goes in the closet and pulls the chain there you go right so like He's, he's looking at him and he's, you know, trolling him up. It's fucking dark in here. So, he, you know, puts sandwich down, everything goes in, you know, grabs the pictures, goes into the closet, closes the closet, pulls the chain. And then it's like, ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he's like, you know, forward, backwards with the pictures because his head hurts. And then he, you know, tries to go, like he puts his finger on it and like sort of like traces around, you know, he's like going you know, like quadrant by quadrant to see if anything sticks out that he didn't notice before. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So I'm going to have you do another invest uh, investigation check with a DL of five. Oh, that's well, I got a five. So yes, but yes, but okay. So you are scouring through this picture or these pictures and you know, the things that you've noticed, you notice again, unfortunately I can't tell you what that is because I don't remember because it's been a bit since. So his, his suit was sort of like bunched up, like he was dragged. Yep. Um, I don't think like there was bullet holes that lined up like with his position, like through the dock, right? Like he was shot somewhere else. There was no, I don't think there was any bullet holes underneath of him. Yep. You're right. I yep. have to go back and look at the notes. I don't think so. Yeah. And plus it, I think I remember telling you, and if this is new information, it is, I don't care. 
that, you know, they called it a suicide. Well, from the angle that it happened, it doesn't look like he would have done it himself. Right. Yeah. There was something weird. Like it was sort of like the back of the neck or something. Like yeah. It wasn't yeah. Like right under yeah. the chin or in the mouth. Right? Yeah. I think it was actually, yeah. I think it was like through the back of the head, through the top or something like that. And being a right-handed person, and that was on the left side of his head and being a right-handed person, he wouldn't have done that. So, you know, that in itself tells you a lot. You see something in the distance off on the towards the edge of the dock and it looks like it's metal and it's shiny but you can't tell exactly what it is so i you know i maybe spend like 15 20 minutes maybe looking through the pictures you know a couple minutes for every picture just like kind of going through when i notice the shiny thing I, i make sure i take another picture of that and sort of like in that quadrant as best as I could get. Mm -hmm. And then I I think you probably call Charlene then. Okay. I kind of want to try to snap a picture of that dude outside, but I don't want to do that before I do something else. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Because if I fell that roll, fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of, you know, relationally you know it's probably like a one bedroom with a bathroom like with the kitchen that sort of thing so he just like you know sort of lays on the bed you know pulls the phone over you know calls calls her number nice I think okay. she gave him a number yep sounds good so you uh, uh a few rings and then you hear a female voice pick up on the other end wooded residence how may i help you uh yes um charlene it's uh it's george are you alone Oh, actually, this isn't this isn't Charlene. I am one of her. Boy, who would it be? Assistant. Yeah, let's just say. Yeah, I am one of uh, Miss Miss Charlene's assistants. We. Okay, hold on a second. Uh, I'm sorry. This is her assistant, Marcy. Well, that was really bad when I said that, Marcy. Anyway, Mrs. Woodard is on site. Um, unfortunately she is not here at the moment uh may i take a message uh no that's okay you know when she'll be back uh she's scheduled to be back at 3 30 p.m this afternoon he checks his watch okay uh that that's great thanks you're very welcome have a nice day yeah you too and he just kind of like lets the the receipt you know the the receiver uh sort of roll off his finger onto the the phone base. Okay. So as you do that, a envelope slides through your front door. And he like, he doesn't like freeze up, but he kind of like pauses, right? Like, fuck, did I just make noise? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Not making any noise. And he'll, he'll wait like a, like a full minute. Right. In case someone's standing outside. Yeah, and very carefully ease himself off the bed. All right. Well, actually, roll roll an awareness with a DL of three first. All right. Yeah. Uh, I got a five. Okay. Yeah. Um, you hear no noise at all besides the hustle and bustle of the streets. Okay. Uh, yes, and the guy left. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and the other person is gone. 
Or, or, or yes, and he gets off the bed and makes his way over quietly, right? Sounds like good. Yeah, shoes that's off, perfect. He's in the socks. And he, nope, I like that. Yeah, you perfect. Know, heads across the floor. Mm-hmm. He picks it up. He quite honestly probably like goes into the closet to rip it open <laughs> just in case someone's outside. Like yeah. he'll look through the through the peephole, see if anybody's like blocking up. The- I love it. I love how you're like, he's not paranoid, but he's like, I'm going to go into this closet to open this envelope because I don't want what's right, going like on. Look to see if it looks like there's feet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's perfect. Um, yeah, and Are you go- shaking your leg? I am. Yeah. <laughs> you're shaking the whole camera. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, you're making my eyes hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got vertigo. I'm just trying to like mimic the. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, so so he rips it open and uh, you know t- takes it out. Look, see what it says. Yeah, sounds good. There is uh, fifty dollars in cash, and there is a um, note on the inside, and you open it up, and it says, "Mr. Anderson, here is an upfront. Uh, here is upfront funding for what I hope is a quick catch." And then uh, Charlene Woodard is signed at the bottom. And he's like, fuck. Right? Because she's not at work. And he waited too long and she's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's he's sort of chagrined a little bit (laughs) of his over, you know, paranoia, I guess. Right? (laughs) If he just would have ripped it open and opened up the door, like maybe she was there. Unless she sent somebody, right? Like, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he pockets the cash. So hopefully that will make up for all the taxi, all the taxi driving, all the taxi taken. And I, I think he, you know, very surreptitiously like cracks the blinds or like, you know, peeks out the curtain. He wants to see if that guy is still sitting there. Yeah. And you, uh, yeah, you look out there and the guy is actually still out there. He's, uh, his paper is on the bench and he's stretching. I feel it makes sense that he's got a camera and maybe a couple of lenses if he's a PI, but. Oh yeah. I mean, Heck yeah. He, okay. So he swaps out the, the telephoto lens or whatever the fuck he's got to take the pictures, the pictures, and he puts on the zoom and then, you know, goes back to the, to the thing kind of like just noses the camera out a little bit and, you know, just snaps off a quick couple of like, you know, he'll zoom it in, you know, it's all manual. Yeah. And, sounds and, good. You know, try to get three or four pictures uh, of, of the guy. Okay. I'm going to have you roll a grace, a straight grace. I'm not going to have anything unless you have photography. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with a deal of, you know what? I'm going to make it really low because of his stretching. I'm going to say it's a two. Oh, okay. I'm going to make it super easy. Three is challenging, right? I mean, there is some distance, right? I mean. Yeah, that's true. Okay, fine. I will make it more difficult because you said so (laughs) as a player. (laughs) I'm an idiot. I rolled two two twos and a three. Hilarious. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So it's a a yes, but. Oh, that is amazing. That so I get amazing. the pictures. You get the pictures, but you, you know, you see him stretching and then all of a sudden he like tenses up and then he grabs his, he grabs his paperwork and goes to put it like he's reading it and starts to walk away briskly. Okay. So I've, I've been made. <laughs> yes. Yes, you have. 
Or, yeah. So they so then they know that it's my apartment. Yep. Yep. Or or now they know it's probably my apartment. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So he's probably not going to stay there. He does call Janice real quick. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming if she's not at home, she went to her mom. So. Yeah. Well, let's see. What did you told her to go somewhere safe? Yeah, so she uh, somebody picks up and they say, um, "Boy, so many names." Or maybe just nobody picks up, right? Like she's just not home. Then you know, like if she went. Well, here, here again, gotta let the di- let the dice decide. Yep, uh, she is not home. It just okay. keeps ringing, or at least you don't think she's home. Right, right, right. Bum bum and bum. Sorry. He takes it as a he takes it as a win, right? Like. If he told her to go some safe, some safe place, then he thinks that she's either staying with a friend or she went home to her parents or whatever. Not that that's like they they couldn't find that if they know who she is. Yeah, yeah. She's not at home. They can't get her like right away. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. It's more complicated. <laughs> and I think he bails. Right, like if that guy's going to get somebody, he doesn't want to be in the apartment. Yeah, yeah. So he, I mean. His gun is low, but he he pops the 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 magazine, checks you know okay fully loaded, boom racks it you know puts it back in the holster, probably grabs an extra clip, um, you know he makes sure he has the pictures probably, so I I don't know what camera tech was at that like if it was like the canisters like in a thirty five millimeter. Yeah, I, I'm not for certain, unfortunately. So I, I think what he does is, so, so we'll say that's what it is. He just advances all the fucking film to the end and then pulls it out of the camera. Okay. Puts the camera away. And he's probably, I mean, I don't know that he would necessarily have a hiding place in his own house, right? Like, why would you have that? He doesn't bring it with him because that seems really stupid. But he, can I make a... I mean, it would be like a, I mean, like reverse investigation. Where do I think would be the smartest place to hide this thing in my own apartment in case they came to like turn my place over? Yeah, You know what? I, instead of calling it a reverse investigation, let's just call it an investigation because you, you know where things are hidden. Then we could reverse engineer that to say that, you know, the perfect spot to put it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so we're gonna we're actually gonna make that a deal of we're gonna make that high just because we're talking about possibly the mob if that person is taking care of you or keeping tabs on you. So we're gonna call it a five. All right. That is a seven. Yes, and oh shit, sir. hold on. I fucking knocked my headphone out of my hand. So I'm in suspense. Okay, so what was it? I got a seven total, so a yes end. Oh, nice, beautiful. So yeah, yes, so that's up to you. And there's no way they find it if somebody breaks in. But where are you putting it? I don't know, does it matter? <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Um, Inquiring minds want to know. Well, so I, I guess it kind of depends on what he has in his house then, right? So, like, I kind of feel like, like... Like maybe in the coffee pot, like it's probably a percolator, right? That's hilarious because I was gonna say co- something with coffee, like a coffee can or something like that. So the coffee, yeah, 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 yeah. Like in the like, 
like in the where the filter is or something something right so like it looks like it's dirty and shit and he just like yeah sticks it in there sticks it in there yeah no that's perfect i love it yeah that's great cool 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 uh and then he if that guy left um you know again uh you know like surreptitiously down the steps checking the corners uh you know gets to the front door pulls the curtain on the front door because there's probably like a sheer you know, on either, either thing or whatever. So he kind of like sidles up and like looks out, see if anybody's around or if there's a back door to the apartment building. I don't like, is that a thing? I don't know. Mm. Gotta be more than one exit, right? Yeah. There's probably like an emergency exit or something like that. Yeah. So maybe it goes out like the fire door or something. Yeah. 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 It's probably going to have to be that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to have you roll. Uh, it doesn't seem like anybody's around to be nosy so you don't see anything so it's it's gotta be like you know two o'clock or something like that mm-hmm. so he talked to brian so we got that going he tried to call janice she's not home he tried to call charlene she's not home he doesn't want to go to imperial especially if they're following him because <laughs> then they know that I mean, I guess they know that she tapped him anyway, but like, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, did they? Did they threaten? They threatened Evie, right? But not Carol. No. Yeah. They they threatened your assistant, your ex wife, and your your office, basically. Yeah, well, they fucked the office up, right? <laughs> <laughs> that ship sailed. I mean, I f- feel like they. You know, again, like super paranoid now. Like maybe they're watching E House too, right? Like he's gonna go there. But I remember that Carol said that Marcus left a bunch of shit at her house. So her name didn't come up. Would I know where she lives? Carol? Yeah. I don't know if that would come up in conversation. No, I don't think you do. The only way that you'd probably be able to find out is if you talk to the owner of the Glow Lounge. Yeah, so so I think I'm going to go to the Glow because mm-hmm. they're I think they're open during the day for the day drinkers, right? Like oh yeah, it, it kicks in in the evening and they've got music and it's nice and they lower the lights or whatever. But like during the day, it's just like four or five drunk people and oh yeah, corners, right? oh like, yeah, for just, sure. Yeah, it's it's the people who have have a little bit of bad luck in their lives and they drink their, that's their life right now. It, where was the, so the glow was a cab ride away, right? Or Correct. at least a drunk cab ride away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe it's a little longer in the day. So he then would exit that, so he went out the, um, the fire door, goes down about two blocks, you know, on the back street, mm-hmm. comes up an alley, you know, tries to flag down a cab and then heads over to the glow. Okay. Yeah. So you, <clears throat> you get in the cab. It's a very peaceful ride. Finally. No, no one trying to uh, tell you, flag you down, watch you. He probably changed too. I'll just. I mean, because he was all bloody and shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. New suit, you know, all that stuff. Yep, sounds good. 
so so George is in, you know, he's in the cab. He's, you know, obviously lights up a cigarette because, you know, 1945, good for you. Set, set, settled my nerves. Uh, and he's just, you know, he's kind of pondering everything that, that has to happen today now. Uh, and he's on his way over to the glow. He wants to uh, to talk to the owner, see if he can't get uh, Carol's address. Uh, she may also now be in danger. Um, you know, so as he's sitting there, he, you know, let's out a, you know, kind of leans back in the seat. So, oh shit! You know what? Uh, that guy out in front of the apartment. I bet you. Oh, I wonder if that was. Uh, I wonder if that was Brian's partner. I mean, it would make sense that he got there so fast. I mean, I was kind of jumpy because of the because the guy's following me, but. Uh, yeah, that that doesn't. I, I don't. I mean, I guess they could know where I, where I live, but. Shit, and then he kind of like you know, looks out the window, kind of like shakes his head, and and can we make a roll for that to see? Is that like a brains roll to see if he, either recognized the guy out in in front of the apartment or? Yeah, so I think. And we'll kind of peel back the curtain a little bit. So we kind of talked about this before we got into this session. And I think we're going to introduce luck into our new core, core noir. And I think what we're going to do is we're going to use luck as a once per day thing. And then depending upon how hard this information is to find out, regardless of what it actually is, we'll uh, I will decide the DL or the GM will decide the DL. Um, and then you use whatever skill, like you could either, either John can kind of talk me into what he thinks that, you know, he, it is, or I could come up with it on my own. And I think the brains roll just makes sense because you're just, you're trying to ponder like, okay, did I meet, is this Brian O'Shea's partner? You know, did I meet, if it was, did I meet him? And then, you know, I you know, we'll just kind of figure it out from there. Um, as far as the DL goes, um, I'm actually going to make this pretty high. Uh, so it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to make it a four. It's not going to be it's not going to be too difficult, but it's definitely not going to be middle of the road three. Okay. And um, if we're going to stay behind the curtains here. So on the difficulty level scale for core three is challenging and four is difficult. Okay. Yeah. So difficult actually sounds good because of things I can't tell you. So I think feel like that's the perfect way to go. Am I able to add any skills to this role or is this just kind of a, you know, it's almost like a trivia thing. Do I, do I remember this? You know, do I remember yeah. that face? Well, what's, what skill do you have that you think you would be able to use with it? If you were going to try that out. I mean, I have insight investigation and streetwise. I feel like streetwise. I mean, maybe if you want to be real cagey about it, right. Like you maybe have an awareness of what's going on around you. So like that, um investigation maybe makes more sense but he's but it's not like you know i'm not yeah you're not investigating a scene you're trying to find like a bullet angle yeah you're trying to pull something out of your head basically yeah yeah yeah. um you can say straight brains i mean i'm 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 happy with that yeah i feel like right now i feel like that's probably the way to go all right 
<laughs> one one two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so that's you, a no and. That's that is a no a, but. A no but. Okay. Because I missed it by two. Yeah, sounds good. Which is also an experience point. Nice. Which is great. So the no is obviously you don't know who this person is, and the that's weird. It feels like it would be no and. <laughs> Well, oh, I suppose so and is, is good, good and but yeah. is bad. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you, like, literally, you, you're thinking, like, okay, I should know this person from something. You don't know him from anything. So so you get kind of get, uh, before you say something, I just want to little add a little something. <laughs> Sorry. You get this feeling in your head, like, you're usually in control of a lot of things. There's something in the back of your head that tells you that there's something behind the scenes that you can't control and it's kind of irking you. Okay. I like that. You know, it makes me a little bit more antsy. Yeah. Yeah, know, for like, sure. I know I should know this and I can't and all, you know, all these things are happening now. So it kind of like sets them on edge a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Cause it's like, you thought this was just an open and shut, like, okay, I'm just going to find the killer. And then everything will be good. But now it's like, oh, there's the mob. And now there's this guy. And it's just like, there's just too many, too many ifs. Let's say that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah. So he just, you know, he's like nervously, like, you know, flicking the butt of his cigarette as, uh, as the drive continues. Okay. Nothing really happens. You know, you don't really, nothing pops in your head. The traffic is light. And then you head out or head to the glow lounge. The uh, door to the glow lounge is actually shut because it's a day. There's no bouncers waiting in front of the door. Unfortunately, Bill is not at the door today, but there is somebody kind of sitting in. He's tall. He's about 6'2", kind of a wiry fella, thin oval glasses. Um, He's actually wearing a nice hat on top of his head and it's his name is mickey it's it's a guy that you don't you don't see very often because you don't really ever come to the glow lounge during the day uh most people don't and you know he's very nondescript he doesn't seem to really care for you at all he just kind of like sees you kind of tilts his head inside let you go in uh, the glow lounge one of the th- one of the things that the glow lounge does that a lot of other places don't do is music is seems to be always going so tubby stills is playing today and he's just kind of plugging away at it and shouting some blues and it's one of the he's one of those guys that's been doing this thing forever uh, hasn't really made it anywhere you know to the top he's just kind of one of those guys that kind of fills in when people need to fill in and you know just kind of makes his living uh he's married and has a couple of kids you know that for a fact because you've actually talked to him a few times super nice guy but just kind of just kind of does his job goes home wakes back up does it again old guy or yes older guy oh yeah yep yeah, this gentleman is probably in his late 70s. And the fact that he actually he actually stands and plays. And it's you can tell he it's wearing on him, but he's one of those guys that he'll be damned if he won't be able to do this until you know God takes him away. 
So, you know, he's just, you know, there's no one behind him either. There's no, there's no drums. There's no acoustic guitar. There's no, like no background for him. It's just him and this upright bass. And it flows pretty slim, seamlessly. Um, there's a few stragglers here and there. There's probably about about five people in the bar. It's kind of around. You don't see the owner anywhere. You're assuming that he's probably in his office. You don't see anybody of note that you know of. You know, even some of these the people that work during the day, the bartenders and stuff like that. You don't really know their names because you don't really get to know them that well. Yeah, yeah. Does Does Tubby play like? evenings as well like he just plays whenever they need someone yeah like he he'll play during the day mostly unless like someone calls in sick or you know someone gets beat up or something like that he'll be a fill in that way he's usually never a nighttime guy because they reserve that for the best of the best and unfortunately he's just not that guy so okay but he but he's an old dude so like uh you know george comes in the door closes the music kind of you know, gets into the music, you know, kind of washes over him. Then he stands for a minute, like in front of the closed door, kind of let his eyes adjust and he takes in the room to see all of the stuff that, that you describe. I guess the stage is probably far from where he is. Yeah, it um, is quite a, quite a ways. Okay. But, so he, he kind of like doffs his hat in the direction of Tubby. Okay. Just yeah, as he- an acknowledgement of like, you know, you're, you fucking doing it. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he um uh he's not one of those people that like closes his eyes when he sings. He's very like in the moment, like surveying the crowd and doing his thing. And you know, as he's kind of singing, he kind of catches you out of the corner of his eye and he'll kind of give a slow, like a real sharp nod to you and then go back to his plan. Okay. And then he'll wander over to uh over to the bar. I don't think he would order anything to drink after, you know, like the head wound in the, you know, the <laughs> hospital and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, like what I get. I mean, would they have coffee at the bar? I mean, I guess so, probably, right? Yeah, back then, I think, yeah, they probably would. So, so he walks up, you know, waits for whoever's behind the bar, and uh, says, "Uh, yeah, is Mister uh, Stern available?" Yeah, the bartender is kind of cleaning some glasses and stuff like that and like not super busy. So he's just kind of messing around and stuff like that. And he says, uh, yeah, he's, uh, yep. He's back in his office. Um, but usually during this time he's doing the book. So I don't, I don't know if you're really going to want to bug him right now. Uh, yeah. You know, if, uh, if, if I get a cup of coffee, I could wait, um, I could wait a little bit, but I got, a I have an important, uh, an important situation I gotta I have to discuss with him. You know what time he usually uh, wraps up? Yeah, he kind of looks at his wristwatch. He's kind of like, yeah, it's usually when he's doing his books, he's just it's just kind of his thing. I don't really know when exactly he's done. Okay, perfect. So yeah, so yeah, so basically he's telling you like he doesn't really know when Mister Stern actually gets done because. You know, the books are the books and just yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. So, he'll, you know, if he, you know, puts on a cup of coffee for him, he checks his watch, you know, probably lights another cigarette, turns, puts his elbow on the bar, you know, watches Tubby play for a little bit. He'll give it like maybe 15 or 20 minutes <laughs> or something like that. 
All right, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it a roll, and I'm gonna see if he comes out or if he's still doing the books. Boy, you these rolls are just good for you. So he, so you're you know just about when you're just about to give up and start walking towards his office, he the door opens and he starts to make his way actually towards the bartender to grab probably a coffee himself. Right. So he he uh, you know takes a a gulp from his coffee, puts a cup down, you know, sort of stands. I mean, his suit's always rumpled, but, you know, he kind of, like, straightens himself out as much as he can. <laughs> Takes his, you know, like, he probably has his hat's probably on the bar. Yeah. So he just kind of stands. Okay. Hold, holds his hat in his hand, you know. Yeah. Kind of, like, you know, spinning on the, you know, inside rim, you know, just sort of nervously. Gotcha. He kind of notices you in the corner of his eye, and he's and he uh, asks the bartender for some decaf, and um, gets it. And then he kind of uh, like he's kind of looking at you like out of the corner of his eye, uh, like okay, I really don't really want it to be disturbed right now, but obviously there's something going on. I, and he's like, uh, yeah, uh, he says uh, decaf. Yes, that's like kissing your sister. You gotta <laughs> you gotta get the lead in there. He's like, he's like, Mr. Armstrong, well, what if I like that? What if I like kissing my sister? I'm just kidding. You seem very uh, wanting to talk to me. What do you need? Uh, yeah, Mr. Stern, I have a, I have a question for you, if, if you don't mind. Uh, yep. A little bit of information you could provide for All me. All right. Well, time is money. I got to get back to the books. What do you need? Uh, so I'm working on a case right now. Um, I'm wondering if you could... Uh, Provide me with Carol's phone number. You kind of see like a like his his uh, brow kind of furrow, and he's like, "What is this pertaining to?" I, I mean, there is a confidentiality between uh, you know what I'm doing and my client. Um, I'm not saying that Carol's mixed up in anything. I'm not saying that anything is going on that that you know that she necessarily needs to be concerned about. But I. I do need to talk to her, and it's not going to be able to wait until tonight. Um, he kind of gives you a, a stern, haha, <laughs> his name is Stern. He gives, him, gives you kind of a stern look, and he's like, oh, I hate to break it to you, Mr. Armstrong, but Divers uh, is actually uh, my client, and uh, with my client confidential, I can't really hand out uh, addresses to just any Tom, Dick, or George, you know? No, I just, uh, just a phone number. I just want to, I just want to talk to her. I could call her right from here if that's okay with you. Um, make a charm. I don't have any charm, but <laughs> you know what? Do it. Make a charm check because he does not. He does not want to give it to you. You can tell in his in his body language. Uh, what What's my idea? Uh, we're well since uh, he doesn't want you to. Let's just let's make it a four again. Okay. I got a six to the five. <laughs> oh, so nice. That's a yes end. All right. <laughs> Well, that's up to you. You decide what the yes and the well, obviously the yes. He's going to give it to you and what? So, uh, yeah, he's just like, I, you know what? I, it's everything's above board. It's all fine and dandy. Like, you know, I'm, I'm no no implications of anything. I just like I said, I want to make sure. Uh, you know, I just wanted to ask her a couple of things, and uh, you know, so he provides the the you know, like I guess like in a huff, sort of like you know, scratch, you know, rips a napkin or whatever like writes it down um and 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 she's home 
Nice. I like right, that. Right, because the number is too many. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Foiled me again. Uh, so, uh, well, then here's the question then. Are you going to call from here? Or are you going to go back home and call? He's not home. There's probably a pay phone here, right? Yeah, probably. You know, there might be like a coat check room and then like a pay phone. Sort yeah, because kind of in like almost like there's a coat check room but there's also like a little like stall for the for yeah, the payphone probably like the front door yeah, yeah yeah for sure yeah that used to be a thing yeah nice um he says uh so he's like uh i i appreciate your help again you know everything's everything's fine i'm sure everything's fine um, um he he kind of looks at you sternly again and he says you have to make me some assurances that mrs divers is going to be okay uh, I am not in the business to provide uh, assurances of that type of nature. Uh, as as far as I understand it, she's fine. Everything is fine. Of course, she could get hit by a car or, you know, uh, coming to work tonight. So, like, you know, I couldn't say that everything, you know, that she's, you know, going to be safe. Uh, she, he puts a hand on your shoulder and it's it's more than a friendly gesture. And he goes, squeeze right here. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah, it, it's it's fine. I it's it's fine. And he lets go, and he doesn't say anything. But you get the you get the the feeling back in your head, like he's like, you better be, you know, that kind of thing. Like he's like, wants to make sure because he's got this. She's a budding star, and even though he has another star in your ex he doesn't want that to be you know his his bread and butter to be lost yeah yeah yeah. so then he'll blame me (laughs) (laughs) yeah he sure will okay so yeah so yeah you go ahead and make your phone call yeah so he he, you know he drops a you know whatever a cup of coffee is five cents ten cents yeah i don't know what it is so you know he pays for his coffee um you know heads over to the to the phone throws in a nickel you know, punches up the numbers. Sounds good. It it rings for quite a bit, actually. But then uh, just about as you're <laughs> this is like a theme, just about as you're kind of going to kind of give up, uh, you hear the receiver pick up and you hear, uh, hello, hello, hello. Hey, Carol, it's 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 George. It's Georgie. Hey, are you OK over there? George, George. Yeah, I'm fine. I just. I was getting out of the shower. I heard the phone ring. I just, uh, oh, sorry. I just, uh, everything's a little wet over here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, sorry about that. Um, hey, look, um, you know, we were talking last night about, uh, you know, a certain situation that's uh, arisen. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What, what's this pertaining to? Uh, so, uh, I was wondering, uh, if it would be okay if I came, you know, of course, after you make yourself presentable, of course, uh, you know, if, if I could swing by, I wanted to take, um, so we could uh, discuss a couple of things and he kind of like, you know, looking around to make sure nobody's, you know, really paying any attention. Yeah. 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 You don't, you don't see anybody really looking your way and she's like, she's kind of like, she's still kind of huffing and puffing and she's kind of like. Well, I, I suppose I have a few hours before I have some errands I have to do before I perform tonight. Can you make it here within the hour? 
Uh, uh, sure. What, what, what's the address? Uh, she gives you some address. I'm not gonna <laughs> say whatever. <laughs> uh, 105 8th Street. No, uh, and she said, yeah, she gives you the address, and she just, and she says, um, I'm on the fifth floor, so you're gonna have to buzz before you're gonna have to buzz, so I can let you in. Uh, great. Um, I'm I'm on my way. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep. And she says, okay. Well, I will see you then. And he hangs up the phone. Leaves. Okay. <laughs> Hails a cab, I guess, unless the subway's closer or if it's more convenient, whatever the conveyance, you know, that makes the most sense. He would. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. We'll say that uh, the train's not. Uh, did we ever the talk subway about... too? Right. I mean. Yeah, I was gonna say. Do we ever say that that was close? Um, we did. We had the map up, so we are in section ten, right? No. Yeah, I think so. St. John Cemetery, number 10 over here. Okay. Yep. Okay. Oh, I don't remember where we put the glow. I guess none of this matters. He gets in whatever the conveyance of, of <laughs> most ease of travel is. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, well, let's just for a change of a change of things, let's just say you take the subway. Okay. And and he look, you know, when he comes out of the glow, he looks up and down the street, you know, looks see if anybody seems sort of out of place and then, you know. Heads down into the subway. Yep, sounds good. Uh, so yeah, yep, nothing really happens there. You head down to the subway. You uh, get one of get into one of the subway cars. Uh, make your way. You're just kind of sitting there, waiting for uh, you to get you to your destination. One of the subway car doors for the other cabs or cars or whatever you want to call them opens up, and a stocky, shorter gentleman about five seven but looks like uh he was like a formal former football player kind of uh stocks towards you kind of looks your way and then walks past you and then walks through one of the other doors to the cab uh to the next cab and shuts the door is there anything sort of out so i'm wondering if i could make like maybe a street wise to see if I like think that he's trying to make me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Go for it. Roll with a DL of three. All right. Let me pull my character sheet back up. Cause I'm all over the place. Street wise. Yeah. Uh, so I got a five total. So okay. Yes end. okay. Yeah. Well, either I can give you the end or you can decide what the end will be. I mean, so I guess it depends on the result, right? So like, so I succeed at trying to determine whether or not this guy is like, yeah, try to make, um, you know what I will, I will give you the end just because I think it'll be better, a better kind of, okay. Um, <clears throat> so um, what you notice about the guy is that he is wearing a leather jacket that has a patch on it. That looks like a pompadour and the, that patch is representing a street gang called the Slicks. Um, those are a street gang that are basically from the street. They anybody that shows any kind of money, any kind of class, they will um, they will beat them up, take their money, and to uh, and distribute it to themselves. Or some have said that they will like almost do a Robin Hood thing, where they'll rob for the rich give to the poor give to like a homeless shelter or you know somebody on the street and he kind of 
even though you your clothes are kind of ruffled and stuff like that, you still have, you know, a pretty middle class look to you. Not quite the high class look, but still like he was kind of like giving you an up down like, uh, should I, you know, try to take this guy? And then he decided better of it. Sounds good. Maybe he catches the uh, handle of the of the 45 as he lights up yet another cigarette. <laughs> you know, <laughs> nice. it's sort of like buckle, you know, kind of yeah. like comes open. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so he, you know, he kind of takes that in. The guy walks by, you know, he's kind of like bouncing his leg. You know, he's still, you know, kind of antsy, right? Like he looks like he could have been, you know, like a, you know, frontline you know, mob guy, but then puts together all the, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he just, you know, kind of, you know, he doesn't have his head on a swivel. He's not like looking around the whole time, but he's also like, not like relaxed back in the seat, mm-hmm. you know, he's just like taking a, you know, taking a trip, you know? Yeah, I mean, for sure. He's, you know, kind of sitting forward a little bit, you know, you know, maybe he's leaning his forearms on his knees and he's just, you know, kind of, chain smoking i guess at this point yeah and you're probably even thinking thinking in the back of your head like the last few times you've rolled the subway you've had two you've had one really bad interaction <laughs> and this one you almost had another one and you're thinking well maybe i should just take the cab next time yeah Oh. Uh-huh.